It's a little exciting when the children are fighting, but they've got to abide by the playground rules. Welcome, everyone. Uh, back to the playground. Ground we... being the operative word, because I yeah. think that's collectively where our moods are. Are we going to be following any rules here on the playground? The only rules arc is that there are no rules. <laughs> That's a paradox. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm feeling very John. Uh, what is it? John Ralphio. Did you ever watch Parks and Rec? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When he kind of sings the end of his yeah. sentences. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm feeling very inspired by him right now. I have a friend that looks a lot like him and no i'm not friends with the guy from stranger things that looks exactly like him but uh i wish you were i wish i was too but no i have a i have a friend that looks like both of those guys and people point it out all the time and it drives him crazy (laughs) (laughs) he hates it yeah i told you i think i've told you this before but you know you've watched you've watched broad city right oh yeah yeah i love broad city so i have a a friend who looks exactly like ilana glazer and Everywhere we go, someone says, oh, do you know you look like Alana Glazer? And she's like, yeah. I have a friend who looks like Alana Glazer. Um, it's, not the same, it's not the same friend. It's not the same friend, no. Cause we both friend, know someone like that. This That's friend crazy. lives in New York, and she she and I were friends long before wait, Broad wait, City wait, started. On. Is your friend's name Ilana Glazer? Because <laughs> <laughs> she probably lives in New York, right? I wish. Uh, probably, yeah. yeah. I wish she was my friend. No, this friend, uh, we were... Uh, closer back when I lived on the East Coast, and we didn't talk for a while, and then um, we kind of reconnected, and we were having a conversation on the phone and catching up, and she's like, do you think I look like that chick from Broad City? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, you do. And you're like, yeah, actually, yes. Which was the wrong answer. She didn't want it. She wasn't trying to hear that? She was not trying to hear that, no. Celebrity lookalike comparisons are so fraught with peril, and I, I just, here's a PSA for everybody out there. Just don't do it. Yeah, <laughs> because you're almost never gonna make anyone happy. Even if you're trying to be flattering, you're probably yeah, just don't do it. Yeah, it, it just never works out. Yeah, so I've gotten good ones and I've gotten bad ones, and it 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 just it doesn't. It's yeah, not. you've told me that people say you look like Bob Dylan. It's happened multiple times, and I I don't see it. I don't really see it to be honest. I I do not see it, but it has happened enough times. Like you know, you hear it once, you're like, okay, whatever. But it's happened a, a kind of a large amount of times and in very different places and circumstances and situations. Like as two examples, it happened going into my gym and at a Sri Lankan wedding. Like, you know, completely different, obviously, places, outfit, you know, clothing situations. Like it just happened a bunch of times. Uh, I will say, though, I, I, I have gained some weight recently and I'm, it has not happened since then. So maybe <laughs> maybe I've defeated it with my... Uh, also bad for me in every other way, uh, weight gain. I didn't want to say that explicitly, but I think, yeah, you're perhaps a little bit uh, bigger than old Bob. Uh, certainly. I mean, he was very thin. Yeah. Um, well, he's, I was well, very... Is he still around? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's or is he the probably... third one in the... Uh, the oh, God. No, 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 no. R.I.P. Luke Perry. We love you. R.I.P. Keith Flint. We love you, too. Yes, yes. That one doesn't... Uh, hit me as strongly, although I've, I I know who he is and and and, and R.I.P. as well to him. Mm-hmm. I was never a huge fan of Prodigy, or excuse me, the Prodigy, <laughs> but um, like I just didn't really like that band. But I still, uh, he was an icon of the of my childhood for sure. I definitely really liked them when that that you know that one big album came out. Yeah. Um he was just so iconic looking. Yeah, he had a very distinctive look. And kind of uh, became sort of like the face of electronic music um, for a lot of a lot of people. He was like, he was sort of a, the recognizable, you know, like they were. I don't think they were ever considered like the the best electronic band, but like, you know, you think of like the Chemical Brothers or Underworld or Aphex right. Twin, and I guess right. Richard D. James from Aphex Twin is it kind of has an iconic look as well. But he, the, uh, Keith Flint, really stood out. On a related but unrelated note, uh, but you made me think of it because of uh, electronic bands from a similar era, mm-hmm. specifically in this case, Orbital. Uh, I went to a uh, screening last night, a theatrical streaming screening. Of, oh, not Orbital, the Orb. Sorry, 
I went, and actually also Fire the Prodigy. Um, but I went to a screening last night of Hackers. No, it is Orbital. The 90s? Is it orbital? I always get those two confused. Uh, yeah, it's Orbital. It's Orbital. Yeah. It's Halcyon and On and On by Orbital. Okay. okay. All right. I've refocused myself. But I went to a, a theatrical screening of, of Hackers, one of my favorite mid-90s uh, films. In like an ironic way? No, I love the movie Hackers. I mean, it has problems. Don't get me wrong, but I love it. It but is also like because it's so nineties. Uh, because it's very nineties, but it's also very quotable. Uh, I think that the uh, Angelina Jolie, Johnny Lee Miller stuff, and you know they were married. They got married right after it. I um, remember, yeah. Uh, is great. I think I really like all of the hacker characters. Like the movie bogs down anytime it goes into the um, people who work at that company scenes, except for Penn. But uh, it, I really enjoy it. It's really funny and really fun. And I think it's, it's, and it's, this is depressing, but it is, in my opinion, the most accurate movie about hacking ever made. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that says more about the other movies that have been made than, than hackers. But I think Matthew Lillard's great in it. I think Lawrence Mason, Mason as Lord Nikon's great in it. Uh, I really enjoy, like, I think just I really enjoy the movie. I think Angelina Jolie's great in it. You know that it was originally apparently going to be Catherine Hagel? Uh, the the from uh knocked up, uh from knocked up, and then the role and and uh, uh Grey's Anatomy, and then the role was offered to Hillary Swank, Heather Graham, and Liv Tyler, or at least they were all auditioned. But uh, that all of those would have been a very different movie. Yeah, you know, a lot of a lot of films kind of have a similar backstory. Like Die Hard, the John McClane role is offered to a, a bunch of more famous and established action stars. Sure. Yeah. Usually, when you get it's like the Han Solo thing, or right? you get these people that kind of come out of nowhere for. And if they hadn't, you know, it would have been, God only knows, you know, somebody else. But yeah. I also think the soundtrack for Hackers is great. And I just think, like, yes, this weird 90s vibe of, like, they're going to this rollerblading, like, game club. Like, it's just, like, there's so many such 90s stuff in there. I Bunk from the Wire is in the movie. I haven't and it's seen great. it in, like, 20 years. So a lot of the stuff you're saying, I mean, I remember, I remember the soundtrack a lot more than I remember the film. Sure. And it, okay. is, it is a very good soundtrack. Um, got that great Elastica song in it. <laughs> it does. Yeah. yeah, it's a great soundtrack. No, I I think that uh you probably shouldn't rewatch it. Cool, <laughs> cool. won't because <laughs> I'm not sure that it will uh speak to you. But um, I it's just been a favorite of mine to like rewatch. I don't know why. I really really liked it a lot when I was younger, and I think I I had the VHS version of it. Um, and now I have a Blu-ray of it and it looks great. And, uh, yeah, but my wife had never seen it. So I took her last night to see it in the theaters. Where was the screening? Like, uh, at the new parkway. Really? Yeah. Well, thanks for the invite. Uh, well, I only got tickets cause a former coworker of mine bought, uh, they do this thing at the new parkway where you can choose the movie if you buy the first some number of tickets. Really? Yeah. If you buy, f- I think we should actually do this to, in all honesty. If you buy like. 40 tickets uh and then you can resell them you can pick the movie what movie would you you pick pick. if you could to see in the theater i started thinking about that last night and i i haven't decided yet because the thing is like a lot of the choices i would make no i there's no way i could get you kind of need to pick a movie that's going to get people to pay to see it yeah and that kind of limits a lot of stuff i might want to do um yeah like i would love to show like a you know an like obscure Japanese or like in the United States obscure fifties Japanese film, but it's like no one's gonna. I mean, you don't, I don't think people know. Want to go to that? There's plenty of think, cinephiles in this. Yeah, they would, the but day. I don't know that I know those people or like you know enough. Yeah, I mean, I definitely people. don't even know forty people, so I, I think it's kind of a non-starter <laughs> for me. Well, yeah, well, my friend has like something of a of a you know a a, a Twitter presence for other unrelated. He actually kind of has the perfect Twitter presence because he's kind of like known in a certain uh nerd community that i am not a part of but i met a lot of his nerd followers last night mm-hmm. so you know hackers is obviously a perfect movie for that um he said he was if he does it again he'll do sneakers which is another movie i love um, i haven't watched that one in a long time but i i know oh, that that, that film has up. a great reputation and i need to rewatch it because yeah. i've not seen it in my adult life no that that movie holds up much stronger like hackers is fun mm-hmm. uh, for me <laughs> but like my wife said like I like the crowd way more than I like this movie. Like, you know what I mean? Everyone was really into it. It was a, it was a fun way to watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she wasn't like, you know, 
in love with the film necessarily but i feel like she hasn't seen sneakers either but i feel like if i showed her that one she'd be like oh this is really fun like and robert redford's great you know as yeah his, sneakers uh, is is a better it's just film. a different yeah yeah it's just a different, different and hackers is really really campy i'm i'm you know you you never cease to amaze me <laughs> well I, I think at one point in our friendship i think maybe you thought i was like uh like pretentiously high art only and then at one point <laughs> what you learned that's not true <laughs> like as we discuss the movie hackers which is not high anything i i, I don't I've, like it in ironic i feel sense. like your taste legitimately like it. skew that way but i don't think you're exclusively highfalutin i just would think that something like hackers would be See, I would say that I'm I'm both highfalutin and lowfalutin, and I'm not particularly medium. <laughs> is lowfalutin an actual expression? No, but okay. I would say that I like I like low art and I like high art, and I don't really enjoy medium art. I like think as you one know, of those as things in, that sounds good when you say it, but I don't know what that actually means. Well, I will. T- I'm going to tell you, as you know, my probably the the kind of movie that will most make me angry mm-hmm. is a film that wants to convince you that it is smart when in fact it is dumb like a christopher nolan thing exactly yeah yeah and that's just you're just calling that medium art i don't know like i'm just saying like like you know because there's a lot of main it's like not mainstream versus not mainstream because there's a ton of mainstream stuff i like there's a ton of not mainstream stuff i like Mm -hmm. i don't know what else to kind of like call it it's just like stuff that doesn't that's it's not it it doesn't want to be dumb and it doesn't want to be smart. It just it, it either wants to think it's smart, but it's not smart, or it wants or it just doesn't want to be anything. It's just like because I like a ton of like mindless entertainment and I like a ton of you know thoughtful entertainment and I don't like some of those things. I don't know. I'm a person. I'm a person. Okay. 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 Like Chris Rock said, be a person. You're not in trouble. <laughs> yeah, this isn't this isn't the principal's office. Uh, I mean, I did just watch Hackers last night, so that is on, sort of thing is on my mind. Uh, but it was really fun. It was fun to go. You know, I, there's some of those movies are fun to see it with a live theater with people who know it and are kind of like, you know, saying stuff to the screen and stuff like that. Sure. I mean, I love seeing classics on the big screen. It's one of my favorite yeah. things to do. Um, yeah, yeah but, for sure. But it was uh, a hilarious crowd yeah. too, though. I mean, it was exactly the people you would have thought were there. Interesting. And I wonder if I would have gone if I had known about it. Probably not. Probably not. I mean, you know, you got to come all the way over. Like for those of you who do not live in the Bay Area, he'd have to come all the way to Oakland, which is, you know, <laughs> extremely challenging. Yeah, it's like a whole, it's like one whole bus and one whole it's, train. Yeah, or one whole car ride that takes, you know, well, sometimes it takes a really long time. But at that time of night on a Sunday, would not have taken. No, it would have taken about twenty to thirty minutes. Um, yeah, for sure. Anyway, we could sit here and talk about that all night. <laughs> we really could. No, people out there, we really could. But spe- <laughs> speaking of things that we attended, you and I both went and saw concerts on Saturday night. I'm dying to know, how was Beirut? So, unfortunately, I didn't get to go. You didn't go? No, couldn't go. Why not? Or is that not? Uh, there were, yeah, it's just some Okay, personal. we'll just leave it at that. Well, that's too bad. Did you have to eat the tickets? Yeah, actually, I tried to uh, tried to sell them and uh, or even give them to someone, and, uh, and Ticketmaster wouldn't let me. Really? Yeah. And then, so then I was like, okay, I'll just go the like, you know, Facebook route. And then no one responded. I mean, I realized people are kind of down on Facebook, including me. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, I felt like I it was still a good Facebook way. I check my Facebook like once a month these days. I felt like it was still a good way to get rid of, <laughs> you know, tickets to a concert, but nope. No, I think the only thing that people do on Facebook anymore is uh, try to get people to donate to causes through Facebook on their birthday. Oh, God, like, yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> I really wish people wouldn't do that. Not because I don't want to donate to causes for their birthday. I think that's a great way to do it, but because I don't want to do it through Facebook. Yeah. Like, I don't need Facebook to know more about what I care about. Like, <laughs> I would like them to know less. So. Um, so well, I saw a concert that I wasn't Yeah, which I would have gone to if I had known I wasn't going to the one I didn't go to. That's such a bummer, man. It was I magnificent. I saw yeah. uh, punk rock legend Bob Mould. Uh, at the Fillmore, and he played for like an hour and a half, and he barely paused. It was just relentless and fast and heavy and great, and uh, I just love him. His new album is fantastic. It was uh, really, really a great night. Well, I'm so happy for you. Thank you. Yeah. 
Uh, you and I are both going to a concert pretty soon together. I'm pretty yeah. excited about that. That's in like two weeks. I'm still trying to find a way to get out of that one. What? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's so rude. I'm just being a jerk. Yeah, that's right. That is very true. <laughs> no, you've seen them live a bunch of Many times, right? Times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is a, a band you consider to be essential live viewing. I think they're great live, yeah. Cool. I think they're really, really strong live. Yeah. yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I'm not super familiar with them. I've heard I've heard them here and there. They've never been uh, never been one of my favorites, but you know I'll, I'm always up for seeing uh, something for the first time. And when you invited me along, I thought, why not? It was also far enough out that I thought, eh, <laughs> I can't really say no to this. <laughs> yeah, it was like seven months ago. You about I know it was so long ago. Yeah. They play here like pretty much every year. Mm-hmm. Um and I've been not every time. I, for a while, I was on a like I'd gone every time streak, and then I kind of fell off. But like, the, I I they really are. I mean, if you do not like their music, like if you hear it and you're like, I do not like this, then you wouldn't want to go see them because it's gonna be them playing their music. But for the uh, record, uh, the band we're talking about are uh, Wimp Rock Enthusiasts. Uh, low. I'm not sure that's the name of the genre, but I don't disapprove, so okay. that's fine. Uh, and. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that's how they would categorize themselves. Hang on, I'm going on the band's website right now. What is it, Slowcore? Yep, it says Wimp Rock right on the band's website. I think it's called Slowcore, but um, but they don't like that term either. I've never heard, by the way, as an aside, I don't think I've ever heard of a band liking a name that the world has given to describe their music. Yeah, I, I think that's, I think that's uh, generally true. But anyway, they are a um, uh, husband and wife and one other person uh, band who uh, do like very slow harmony music. They're great. Uh, their live shows are fun. They uh, do at least one really random cover every time. Like the last time. Give me an example of a yeah, fun cover. They, they did done. a reggae song in their style. <laughs> like. Like Which reggae song? In their style. I don't remember the name of it. It was, but it was, it was excellent. But they, I think they, they famously like close out every show with at least one like off the wall cover where you're like, what the heck? Cool. Um, which is fun. And at least that's what they did every other time I've ever seen them. We'll see if they still do that. But uh, they're, they're, uh, they're just really good live because they, I mean, it's really impressive to be around great singers who can, you know, sing at that level when they're live, I think. Oh, you don't have to sell me on it. Because I'm no, you're going. pretty much stuck. Yeah, yeah you are definitely going. <laughs> is, it, but, at, uh, is it at Fox Theater? No. Where is it? Great American Music Hall. Sweet. I don't have yeah. to go on any bridges. <laughs> yeah, there you go. See, I'm going to cross the bridge for you, my man. <laughs> that is so great. Yeah. Man, I'm yeah. going to so many concerts now. This is the season. I, I'm actually really excited. Uh, I'm going to see uh, next month. I am going to see a... Um, did you ever see the movie Broken Flowers? Yeah. So I'm going to see Mulatu Astatke, who's the Ethiopian jazz musician whose music is played in that movie. Oh, cool. Where's that? Uh, where is that? That is somewhere in Berkeley. Let me see. That is... Uh, burr, burr, burr. That This is incredible radio. That yeah, is, is great. the UC Theater on University Ave in Berkeley. I went to a jazz show on Friday at the Black Cat. Black Cat's uh, a cool venue. I, I haven't been there in a while. Yeah, it's... I have mixed feelings on it. It was my first time. Uh, I saw this okay. guy, Nate Smith. Are you familiar with him? Uh, no. Very renowned, brilliant jazz drummer. Um, oh, yeah. Three-time Grammy nominee. Yeah. He should have won at least one, if you ask me. But uh, <laughs> he played with his... I want to say they were a quintet uh, at the Black Cat. It was... Very expensive, and it is expensive. It is not cheap. Yeah, and uh, there were a lot of people that were there that just kind of seemed to be there because it was something to do that was like expensive but not like crazy, you know. Um, and they you would know. just kind of like talk through the whole thing, and yeah, I found it to be a little a little frustrating. As much as I enjoyed the show, I uh, I really didn't appreciate the uh, the crowd. That's a shame. Yeah. Um, I've been there a couple times, and I've had mostly very good experiences, but I can totally see how it would 
not go that way. What can I say? We uh we had like really pretty bad seats, so we could hear it okay, but there was like a very loud table next to us that just clearly we're didn't, talking. They did oh, not man. give a hoot. Yeah, that sucks. Like, why go to a? Uh, I mean, I guess in the old days that was what you did. Go to a jazz club and no one pays attention. But that sucks. I've, there, I've definitely there been There were little cards on every table that said, please keep conversations at hush volume. And I really wanted to say something, but I was actually someone's guest at the show. And I was like, I'm going to say something. And he was like, please don't. Please don't do that. Yeah, yeah, you can't do it then. Why not? Because you got asked nicely by a friend. Oh, okay. I thought you meant in general you can't. No, no, no. In general, you totally can. But once, the guy, once your friend said, please don't, then it's like, okay, I'm not going to. Then it's like, yeah, exactly. Um. I don't know if you're following the basketball scores while we speak, but uh, the Suns are currently four points up on the Bucks with uh, 36 seconds left in the game. Oh, yeah. That reminds me that I want to make an announcement on this podcast. <laughs> uh, I think I I think the Bucks are my playoff team. Cool. Yeah. I remember in the beginning of the year when you said you were going to adopt the Celtics. <laughs> I know. I know that I said that. This has not been the best season to do that. We'll get back to that. Um, yeah. I think I haven't made a final decision, but I'm leaning Bucks. I just think they're really fun. No, no, I respect that. They're fun. Yeah. If the Kings made the playoffs, I'd probably root for them. They are so much fun. They're, they wouldn't, wouldn't they be in the playoffs? If they were right now they would be. Yeah. Um, I think they're the seventh seed right now. Oh, no, they're get... just out. They just fell out. They're the ninth, they're in ninth place. Oh, man. The Lakers, man. Woo. Boy. Lakers currently up on the Clippers. Yeah, we're getting... I mean, the season is winding down. Well, there's like a quarter left. Yes. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. It'll, but I mean, it'll definitely like fly by. 20 games. It's going to go by quickly, yeah. yeah. The, uh, unless, your the team is, unless your team is a dumpster fire, and then it's just like happening it's in slow Could this please end, yeah. yeah. The Warriors are currently not... Would not have home court if they played either the Bucks or the Raptors Isn't that uh, in the finals. It's crazy. Yeah, I just I love this Andrew Bogut thing. Wait, before we talk basketball, there's oh, do we have more non basketball stuff? Thing I want to talk about. Yeah, sorry, basketball it. fans listening. Yes, I just sorry. wanted to say, uh, sorry. <laughs> out of morbid curiosity, mm. uh, I watched the Academy Award uh, Best Picture winning film Green Book. Oh God, really? <laughs> yeah. I I will say this before you say anything. Yeah, I want to say something. Uh, there's something I feel uncomfortable about the way that that movie is being discussed, and okay. this is what I mean. It I haven't seen it, mm-hmm. and a lot of the people who are criticizing it also self admittedly haven't seen it, and I don't care what the reason for criticizing a movie is if when 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 groups protest movies who haven't seen the movie on issues i feel on the positive side of right mm-hmm. i slam those people for not having seen the movie they're criticizing like when people boycotted monty python's uh uh life, life of, of brian. brian it's like you, you didn't see the yet, movie this is just an example what's up you were not born yet but that's just an no example. just an example when i know that that happened i'm like Y'all didn't see the movie. Like, see the movie, then say what you want to say. Because you don't actually know how you would feel about something until you see it. So I agree with the, like, so if the people saying the things about Green Book are saying them based on the trailer or what they've read about the film or whatever, whatever, I'm totally fine with that because I feel the same way. It seems like a trash film. Uh, uh, I'm not arguing the points about what they're arguing. I pretty much agree with the points that they're arguing. I just think it's weird to be criticizing stuff you haven't seen. I completely agree, and that's yeah. basically why I watched it. I uh, I found a lot of the discourse around it compelling, and it did seem to me like uh, the, the the reasons that people were upset about it winning probably were going to be true. But I wanted to watch it for myself. Um, yeah, word. yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I it's like it's fine. It's like it's just like a feel good movie for like middle aged white people, you know. It doesn't really yeah. have anything to say. It's not. It's not ill-intentioned. Um, so what you're saying is, it's almost like the a guy was proud of his dad and wrote a movie to make him feel better about what his dad had done. Yeah, that's exactly it. 
And because I'm pretty sure that's literally what happened. It this is, Italian and it's dude directed by the guy who uh, did Dumb and Dumber. And yeah, something about Mary. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I I think the problem with it winning Best Picture makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, it's like I've seen a few of the other films that were nominated and thought they were i mean every single one of them was better and more deserving and then there were other films that came out this year uh that weren't nominated that i also thought were better yeah so i can i can have both of those opinions at the same time like i it seems like a trash movie to me i don't really have any interest in watching it i totally understand why people where people are coming from when they're like really for real seriously with Mm -hmm. it winning and everything else but it's just like i don't know some of the comments i'm just like you just watch the movie and then talk that's all i'm saying I, I I could not agree with you yeah. more. So I'm, I'm happy you went and watched it and told me that it is exactly what I think it is. So that helps me not watch it. So thank you. <laughs> There's almost like no point in having two people do this podcast if we're going to just agree on everything all the time. Uh, <laughs> I don't think we are going to agree on everything all the time. I think we can guarantee that one. But uh, but yeah, no, I just it, it just was not at all compelling to me. And, and luckily, I don't vote for the Academy Awards, so I didn't have to watch it. Cool, 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 yeah. cool. Um, also, cool. I'll tell our listeners, uh, if you want to be extremely depressed and disturbed, uh, watch the Michael Jackson documentary on uh, HBO. Oh, is... man. Does it seem like there's a lot of documentaries coming out right now where that would be my reaction? Yeah, it does feel like that. It's just like, I mean, I, they're important things to talk about, and I'm not saying they shouldn't be around, but it just like feels like at one moment in time there's like a lot of stuff in that same kind of like uh, murder your heroes kind of vein. And uh, well, there's plenty of, of escapist entertainment out there too. You you don't have to watch all these documentaries. Oh, and I'm not saying I will or should I mean, or shouldn't. During hackers like the other night, for God's sake, I sure did. I'm just saying it seems like it's real a real moment right now. Like it seems like there's a lot of these things, and and I I mean I think it's just interesting, just as a sociological phenomenon that they're all kind of coming out around the same time. Maybe it's always like that, and I'm just noticing right now. I don't know. What would you say but. the the error? Of uh, the era of uh, kind of like a higher degree of public accountability has been going on for like what, like the last five years? Something like that. That's a probably about, a generous amount of time, but let's say that at, at the maximum. Okay, at the maximum. Maybe even a little bit less. So it kind of makes sense that the wave of documentaries would be, no, that's a good you point. know, about a half a decade into it. Yeah, because it takes a while to make a documentary. It sure does. Um yeah. Well, I wouldn't so. know actually. I've never made one before. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, that makes sense. But it, it's just, oh man, it's just you know, uh, you know, you and I were discussing uh, previously that uh, like, and by previously, previously like, on playground rules, thirty minutes ago, no, like right before we started recording, <laughs> uh-huh. that 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 you know, it's a kind of a heavy moment. It feels like a heavy moment right now. Just it in sure general. does. It sure does. Yeah. And so I mean, and you know, that's that's what it is. But like, it just it just every it just everything kind of all at once. I don't know. It's like sometimes you just feel like you need to win. But it's just like it's just one of those things. It's just like we're in a period right now, like where like one or two extra bad things just makes it a really bad day automatically. Yeah, it doesn't take much. No, it doesn't take much. Yeah, I was never a huge fan of baseline nine hundred two one zero, but Luke Perry died today, and I'm kind of pumped about it. I mean, my my <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. My... My quote on my Twitter bio has been a Luke Perry, specifically a Dylan McKay quote for like 10 years. So. Which quote? May the bridges I burn light the way. Wow. And you're still recording tonight. You're really, you're really, really made of strong stuff. Yeah. Uh, I, oh man, Buffy the Vampire Slayer too. The original of the movie. So good. But uh, yeah, yeah, he's no. great in that. And he's also I mean, hilarious in The Simpsons. I'll forever love him for his uh, mm. Simpsons guest. guest he's also spot. really good on Clone High, if you ever saw Clone High. I didn't, but that I know that's that. Uh, Lord oh, you Miller. would love that show. Yeah, I feel like. I should check that out. Yeah, I w- yeah, you can check it out. Let, let's discuss later. But um, <laughs> so uh, the um, it's. I think it's just like it, the same thing can happen with anything. But it's like when your stress or your sort of like bummed out mood gets to like right below the maximum you can kind of manage. Uh huh. It's like like I think about it with stress a lot. Like if you're if you're just almost as stressed as you can handle. Yeah. Then suddenly, like the littlest thing can happen, and it just you react so, or at least I react so over the top, disconnected from whatever just happened because uh-huh. it's not that thing. It's that it's like finally pushed me past some point, and like every other thing is now coming out at all at the same time. Um, and so like you want some. I try to keep some buffer 
in my sort of ability to deal with these things so that when things come up, it's a little bit like trying to save a little money so that if you have an emergency come up, you don't, you know, you don't go into the red or anything like that. For Just sure. keeping For some sure. amount of buffer in your life is, is good. It's hard to do. I'm not suggesting that it's always possible, but I think it's, it's really beneficial if you, can, if you can pull it off. The emotional or the financial puffer. I don't think I. I don't think I can. Afford I both, but I think they're both really hard. And <laughs> these days, do either of those? Unfortunately, financial one is yeah, even harder. I saw a story today that like there basically is no middle class in Chicago anymore. Yeah, that sounds about right, and it's really depressing. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. Like I said, it's a bummer of a day. We're recording this on a bummer day. Oh man! But yeah. you come here for escapist uh... movie and basketball takes. Yeah. Sometimes you're going to get real life. No, let's move on to the, the sport <laughs> that we use to, to uh, distract, distract us, us from all the Which is not doing life. a very good job yeah. right now. And uh, let's talk a little bit about just how terrible Celtics are and how it's disconnecting me from basketball. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Like, I really am sorry. It's just I a feel bummer. like I've been going through, like, the stages of denial or stages of grief with it. Mm. And I've been in denial for a couple of months now. Okay. Like... Any little tiny thing that goes right, whether it's a slightly impressive win or anything like that, I'm like, see, see, Turn it's all corner. coming together. Yeah. But, you know, they're one in five since the all-star break, and they seem Ooh. really miserable, and I'm just starting. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm. That's bad. Starting bad to lose out there. That's hope. Bad. Yeah. yeah. And they're playing the Warriors tomorrow. And I thought for sure I would go, but I'm not going to spend whatever it costs to go to this game with this team playing the way that it that's, is. That's so annoying because, like, you know, if they lose, it's just a bummer that they lost. And then if they win, you're like, why did you make me think I shouldn't go? And then I didn't go, and then you won. If like they you win, you kind of lose either way. I'm just going to watch it at my house, and if they win, that'll be fine. I won't be disappointed. Okay, so you won't feel I, like you lost yeah. on both ends. Yeah. Okay, that's good. I assure you, you know, you never know. Yeah. It's funny. Uh, uh, when the season started so long ago, we were but babes. Yeah. There was like the LeBron signed with the Lakers and everyone what? was like, Ooh. wait, hold on. What? Sorry. What? What? Sorry. No, no. I was doing a dumb bit. Sorry. Keep going. Oh, sorry. I thought you were responding to something else that was going on. I apologize. No, although I will say this. Did you see the Brooklyn-Dallas score? Yeah, that's too bad. I mean, Ooh. I like Brooklyn. They're fun. But yeah, that's, yeah, a, but that's quite a, a wallaby. That's a 40-point game. That's crazy. Anyway, the beginning of the season, you were saying. Sorry. Yes. So uh, people thought that the Lakers were not necessarily going to be a championship contender right away. But they thought, hey, this team is going to be probably pretty good in, in within a year or two because they got LeBron. Um, yeah. And then... Everyone thought the Celtics were going to be kind of the new, hot, upcoming team. And there was all this, like, suggestion of, like, ooh, imagine if there's a Kyrie versus LeBron Lakers-Celtics finals a couple years down the road. Wouldn't that be fun? And now it seems like the two major storylines are, boy, the Celtics are awful, and boy, the Lakers are awful. Like, that's that's a lot of what people are talking about right now. Um, Does it seem... Does it seem like what? In retrospect, a little weird that we didn't wonder about it being like LeBron's like 18th year in the league or something. Hey, I said that. Okay. Check the tapes. Because <laughs> it's like, he's, I mean, nothing. I mean, listen, other than there's only two things that are going to last forever, and they're Tom Brady <laughs> and Boston sports and fans. Disco and, music. Yeah, and disco music. Yeah, and disco music. The, the shoes and disco stews shoes. But uh, like... You know, I mean, it, 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 he, he can't do it forever. I know in the last couple of years, he's had to do so much work. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm not really like shocked. Although I will say this. I, I think that I, I do agree that he, uh, I actually think it's actually year 17 or 16, but anyway, it's been a long, long, long time, uh, that he, he missed the most games this year he's ever missed. Mm-hmm. And I do think that that stretch kind of torpedoed their season. To yeah. 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 Well, that and the uh, and whatever chemistry they were building, I think, was severely uh, impacted by uh, the kind of trade deadline and the fact that 
it became, I think, pretty clear to the entire team that every single one of them, except for LeBron, was disposable. Like, they wouldn't think twice about moving any of them for, for another piece. And I For think sure. That, that's got to be... That has to be stressful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, people have been talking about it a lot. I think you're right. I think in hindsight, like, like uh, you know, you look at the, the team they put around him and the fact that he has played, like, so much and has already kind of showed signs of really needing to kind of, like, uh, preserve himself and choose his moments. It's... it's seemed like a real kind of like a weird uh direction for him you know obviously he wants to be in LA but uh yeah um I'm not too bummed about it I mean I think you know I think LeBron has done a lot of good but I also uh I'm fine with him (laughs) eating a little humble pie uh in basketball of course you are but and I and I am ready for just like I think Cavs Warriors 5 would have been just a little too much i don't think i could have done it i don't think yeah. i would have been able to watch um especially with how bad the finals were last year i mean they were terrible they were really bad and they wouldn't no. have been any better uh no, no. although imagine um, if lebron would have stayed in cleveland and then jimmy butler and like a couple of those other people would have gone to cleveland would have been that could have been interesting, interesting. um yeah if they if they had gotten another uh like real solid piece in cleveland um then that would have been better, but I also were they really in a position to be able to do that? They were completely maxed probably, out. Probably not. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think they would have been able to free up the money. Um, but it, so it's interesting. I think with the the Lakers situation, you look at it and it's like, yeah, this kind of makes sense. You know, with, with the Celtics one, it's really. Uh, I mean this this team is is really really underachieving, and um, I think there are some things about it that are, are clear, like, you know, Gordon Hayward kind of uh, not really being where people thought he was going to be. And, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, some of the issues with the consistency of the younger players and them accepting their diminished roles. But I think there's also things that are just kind of like uh, just completely mystify me. Like, I don't fully get it. And I'm not going to pretend to just because I have a podcast like <laughs> all these other people are. I think it's just, like, really weird and strange, you know? I think there's... I don't know what's going on, you know? Like, they seem they seem miserable. Like, and then they, you know, then there's a picture of them at a practice, and they're all laughing, and you're like, oh, is, is everyone kind of getting over it? And then they play, and everyone's miserable, you know? Um, yeah, when when winning doesn't, I mean, you know, when winning doesn't solve problems, that's when something's really wrong in sports. Very true. Unfortunately, they haven't been winning a lot lately. I mean, well, that just makes it even worse. But even when they were winning, it wasn't great. They lost. They lost to Chicago. Chicago. Uh, I know. And they didn't like. They didn't like let one slip away. They got like. They got beat. It's like. Yeah, it's a really weird year. No matter what, a team with their amount of talent shouldn't lose to Chicago, especially when they're in uh, a little bit of a, like a, a crisis mode and want to like kind of put their foot on the gas. Yeah, yeah, they know that they they supposedly they know they need it. Yeah, it's like, man, I yeah, I, I guess I just don't even really have a lot else to say about it besides like, you know, I I love the Celtics and I have pretty much enjoyed like uh i've always found a way to enjoy it over like the last like you know um let's say the the new big three era to present even the like even the pretty bad teams there's always been uh something to kind of like pay attention to and root for and there have always been players that i really liked you know there was a year when they won like 30 something games and it was still fun um and obviously the overachieving Isaiah Thomas teams were really, really endearing. And uh, now it's just this, like, this wealth of talent that is kind of underachieving and, and just is, has been kind of stuck in this one kind of, like, this one gear for what feels like months now. And it's been, it's just been a huge bummer. Like, I love basketball and I love the Celtics. And I, I just... I just finally kind of am able to admit to myself that I just don't enjoy watching this team, you know, and I'll, I'll continue. Yeah, I, 
Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, no, please, please, I, please. I was just going to say, I'll continue to do it, but it's it's a chore. And this year, definitely more than ever before, it's like, I'll throw the Celtics game on, but instead of putting it on my TV, I'll put it on my laptop and maybe like play a video game with the sound off while I kind of half pay attention to the game. It's just, it's really hard, especially like, you know, you get like five minutes into the game and you can just tell they're just about to lay another egg. It's like, well, I guess I can kind of half pay attention to this because... Because it's going to be excruciating. Uh, sorry, what were you going to say before? I was just, you know, it's... It, there are a lot of ways... When you have a team to root for that you really care about, there are a lot of ways to root for them. And, and having grown up as a... Uh, uh, having been a fan of the Mariners, mm-hmm. <laughs> I can tell you that it, it is possible to root for and enjoy a uh, team that is uh, not very good. Um, yes. You know, the Mariners in my entire life have made the playoffs four times. Uh, and uh, and I was listening to a two-hour how many, long... How many World Series have they won in those four appearances? Don't. Why Why are you being mean? I'm trying Sorry. to be nice to you right now. And, uh, <laughs> and, and, and the other day I listened to a two-hour long Mar- podcast with three Mariners fans where they drafted their all-time favorite Mariners. And, I mean, they couldn't even make it through one like nine person roster without <laughs> without finding like some pretty serious holes um there have been very few bright spots we've had a couple really great moments a couple iconic moments you know 95 uh, uh 2001 was it 2001 yeah when you set but, the win record yeah. right but we set the win record and then lost 4-1 in the alcs to the yankees right 95 mm-hmm. was a big deal because we beat the yankees in the alds i think and then mm-hmm. And then lost in the next round. Like we're just, you know, is it, it? There's just not a lot of. We've had a couple Hall of Famers. There's a couple things to be happy for. But yeah, I could still. There were a lot of fun seasons, and there were moments of seasons that were fun. And that 2001 season was extremely fun, and all that kind of stuff. You can you can root for a young team that's on their way up, mm-hmm, right? For sure. You can yeah. root for a team that's made it and is now winning. You can root for a team that's over the hill but still trying so hard, like the 2012 uh, Celtics. Yeah, uh, all of those things. But what's really hard to root for is an unlikable team, uh, where the characters on the team, like the, I think for a lot of Giants fans, for example, San Francisco Giants, they were really happy in retrospect that the team didn't win the Barry Bonds uh, World Series because that means that the team they get to support is the 2010 team, mm-hmm. which was a really fun team. I actually really enjoyed that season uh, of the Giants, and the 2001 team was awful. They're just super unlikable. So I think. It's it's hard to root. So you got a couple things going on with you right now. You got it's really hard to root for an unlikable team, and everyone on the team is complaining in the media, and everyone on the team is is unhappy, and everyone on the team's got their headphones on, and no one seems like they're really invested or, or together with each other, and that's hard to watch because you're watching people be unhappy at work, basically. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's one part of it, and then the other thing is you've been watching this team build up to this point for a lot of years now. Yeah, and I've been along with you. Yeah, it's been a long, long time. Yeah, and it's built, and it's built, and it's built, and it was finally supposed to be the time, and instead, it looks like it might just be over, and you have to restart again. And I don't know if that's going to happen. That might not happen. Yeah. They can make some small moves. I don't think it'll necessarily have to be like a whole restart, because they do have plenty of like... No, uh, but it might have to be like an on-the-fly reformat, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Well, basically, we thought when we got Kyrie... We thought, okay, here's the new centerpiece of this team going right. forward, and like and he it might seems not be like, there in two months. Yeah, it seems like he might months. leave, and then we'll just have to kind of like, yeah, we'll, we'll have to find a new centerpiece. Right. So you've got that, and then so it's like we might take a step back. You might take two steps forward after you take a step back, whatever. But it's like on the one hand, this is not fun, and on the other hand, the window you thought was about to be open might close, and you never know with this stuff, right? It it can go so fast. So I just think that's not a fun place to be. Now, I mean, no one has a lot of sympathy for Boston sports fans. <laughs> has it been like a month since you last won a championship? Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, just about. Just yeah. about. If you yeah. Believe that. So, you know, nobody cares. But I do get, for Celtics fans, uh, I specifically, I do get the, the unpleasantness. You know, and it kind of reminds me a little bit of like the last Sonic season. It's not that bad, obviously. Mm-hmm. But that season was so awful. Right, because we knew they were leaving. Yeah, it's just like you're watching this team, and like you you want to be excited about the young guy, you know, Kevin Durant, but the team's leaving. It's just like it's not always fun to root for your team, is what I'm saying. I hear we, yeah, no, I, I see what you're saying. Um, yeah. 
the 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 threat of this all like kind of falling apart though doesn't really bother me because I'm just at this point if they figure it out by the end of the year and with the amount of talent they have you know they still might I I'm highly skeptical if they do great oh yeah they, they could go on a run for sure and if they don't and it all falls apart in the off season like so be it like <laughs> I don't see what could be worse uh uh than what this season has been because again there's just there's been no real movement in either direction except for maybe a little bit of like a slide down it's just like it's like it's just they've just been inexplicably uh idiosyncratic and and underperforming for the whole season and no one really knows why and they seem like really mad about it and like yeah again like I'll, i'll take anything man like if Al Horford leaves and Kyrie leaves and Jason and Jalen are still not great and Gordon Hayward isn't great, I'll find a way to enjoy it next season as long as they're like trying and as long as there's some transparency. Like this, this is the stuff I just can't stand. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. I'm ready to move on. <laughs> and, and again, we've got a quarter of the season left, <laughs> <laughs> and it all could turn around tomorrow. Here, let me, let me, uh, let me, let me. I don't know. I don't know if this will brighten your mood, but let me take your mind off your mood with a trivia question for you. Okay. And if you know the answer, well, then we can't do it. Uh, <laughs> who? So you know how Dwayne Wade's been going around to different arenas, and at the end of every game, he swaps jerseys with someone on that team? Yes. Who do you think that Dwayne Wade swapped jerseys with when they played the Atlanta Hawks? Um, I don't know earlier this. today. I don't know this, but if I had to guess, I would say Vince Carter. Yeah, wrong. Huh. Would you like to take a second guess? Trey Young? Would you like to take a third guess? No. Kevin Huerter. Who? Exactly. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Rookie, 6'7 shooting guard, Kevin Huerter. Uh, I had not heard of him prior to now. Uh, but yeah, he is a basketball player, apparently. And there cool. is a great photo of the two of them swapping, and it's just like, that's a weird one, Dwayne Wade, but apparently this kid grew up idolizing him, and it's great. Well, good for him, then. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I don't know why you thought that would improve my mood, but... I didn't say it would improve your mood. <laughs> I said it might distract your mood. Oh. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> I'm here for you, buddy. Oh, uh, man. The that's Celtics. Cool. Good Lord. Yeah, now, by mean, the I way, guess... also, I was listening to the Simmons podcast. Their next Their schedule coming up is brutal. Yeah, they've got a lot of tough games coming up. Starting with the Warriors tomorrow. Um, yeah. But yeah, like, I mean, th- yeah, I guess that's the other thing. It's like, will they figure it out? Like, maybe. But, like, it's going to be really hard if they do. Um, by the way, did you know we could go to the Sacramento game for $39? It's on Wednesday, right? Yeah. I have to work. I'm just saying. That'd be really fun Yeah. Uh, to watch them lose in Sacramento. I've still not been to that <laughs> arena. <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to go. I was supposed to go to a game this season. I don't think it's happening, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I really would love to go see the Sacramento Kings. That arena looks really cool. Yeah, we should we should go sometime. And no, we, we really should. It, let's let's make a plan. This season, let's definitely go next year. We can do it this season. We just have to, you know, find the right game. Yeah, and not fail at organizing it. All right, all right. Let's do it. Let's try to yeah. do it. All right, let's do it. Let's 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 make it happen. You know, it's funny, man. I'm looking at like some stats right now. The Celtics still have the third highest uh, point differential in the East. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think some of these stats are just carryovers from like the the one stretch this season where they played decently well. Oh no, um, they played very well during that stretch. I mean, they were like some twenty four nine or something like that. That sounds about right. Yeah. Um, yeah, they 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 are positive point differential. I think they have the third highest point differential. If I'm looking at this correctly, in the East, that's what in I said. In the East, it? did you say third? I thought I said third. Oh, okay, you probably did. Yeah, mm-hmm. they uh, they're not bad at home. Really, it's been away that's been the bigger problem. Yeah, losing record on the road. Um, yeah. yeah, just I mean the team that it's a team that we thought was going to win like 60 games. So that's that's really the issue. I know, but it's just been kind of a weird year. I mean. Would you be shocked if at the end of the year Milwaukee was holding the trophy? A little bit, right? It still seems like it's like going to be the Warriors. the championship trophy? Yeah, it still seems like it's going to be the Warriors, right? I, I, if anyone from the East wins, I, I will truly be shocked. I'll yeah. be pleased, 
but I'll, I'll be shocked. But who do you think it's going to be in the finals? Warriors versus who? I mean, I think I think it's going to be fun. I, I mean, Milwaukee Toronto seems to be the, the best team in the East, but I think Toronto is also fantastic. Um, I think the 76ers have enough talent that even though they haven't, you know, they, they haven't looked together. like world beaters either. Um, it's funny, you know, they've only won two more games than the Celtics. We're talking about the Celtics like they're <laughs> trash. And, right. And, you know, the 76ers, uh, they, they have enough talent that they could, you know, they could they could go on a run and, and be really solid in the playoffs. Like I, I and, and again, you know, I mean, somehow the Pacers are there in, in that third slot. You know, are they going to make it to the finals? No. But, uh, well, it's nice to see that if the playoffs ended today, the Orlando Magic would be back in. Yeah, that's good Some, for them. Somehow. I don't really them. understand that. Well, I mean, look at all the teams below them. They're all bad. Well, and the Magic are, are in eighth right now, five games under 500. <laughs> so, crazy. I mean, you know. <laughs> like, yeah. There's a the, the game differential. I mean, it's, there's a six-game difference between the eighth seed in the West and the eighth seed in the East. It's, it's just... It's unbelievable. Because, like, then, yeah, meanwhile in the West, although, to be fair... Not that many teams in the West, yeah, would be... There's only only just the Kings, right? The Kings are 500. Right. So I'm saying the Kings yeah. would be in the eighth seed in the East. Oh yes, yeah. But yeah, the exactly. Lakers yeah. would be tied with the. Uh, the Lakers with, technically. Oh, they're two up have in the loss column, two less right? games, so they would be in it. Yeah, but, but I mean that's, that's, it's not that's being a little pedantic. Yeah, the, there's no there's no clear like team that really really deserves to be in there except for maybe Sacramento. No, but I do think it's also like, hilarious that the Phoenix Suns are already eliminated from playoff. Uh, <laughs> it is hilarious. <laughs> Zion Williamson. Um, oh God, really? I hope not. The Phoenix that would stink. Yeah, they've never won the lottery before last year. It'd be funny if they won it two years in a row. Uh, um also milwaukee's already clinched a playoff spot that's hilarious um the uh uh of the of the kind of teams battling for that last playoff spot in the east is there any team that you would prefer to see there probably the heat i was gonna say yeah with with it being wade's last season it'd be kind of fun to see him have one last one last playoff run maybe have one good game you know plus that court is so good it's a nice court and it's uh it's nice to watch the games because their fans are so quiet. It's not distracting. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can hear everything that's going on on the court. No one's cheering. <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> oh man, that's a bummer. <laughs> uh, oh, Lordy. I didn't I really uh, have anything else to say about yeah. I I I I have to admit yeah. I kind of like I've I've taken a little bit of a step back from basketball in the last week just because it's bummed me out but i i promise our listeners that i will uh i'll be more prepared for the next show i'm gonna be ready to talk shop i'm gonna be ready Uh, to go i I don't think it matters but like i I think if you i think if you're happy and want to watch you should watch it if you don't you know you gotta do what's best for you man i'm uh i'm a servant of our fans are that's very sweet of you um yeah yeah we'll see what happens are you gonna are you gonna watch the game tomorrow uh probably i'm actually gonna I'm, i would like to watch the game tonight as soon as we're off the phone which game are you talking about yeah the clippers lakers oh yeah well it's, it's halftime so yeah well yeah. uh do you have nba tv uh is that is it on nba tv oh, yeah oh man sorry how does one watch nba tv um i mean you can watch the version that fell off a truck, if you know what I mean. I do know what you mean, but I'm curious <laughs> if I actually do have NBA TV through. I, I switched recently my uh, TV subscription mm-hmm. to uh, Hulu. Oh, so you do like the Hulu like live thing. I don't know if they have a... I don't, I don't think any NBA of those TV. have it, right? Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. Although... They do. Hulu has been selling like the live sports thing as like, that is their uh, big thing right now. Yeah, they so they have maybe they do. The reason I switched is because they uh, have ABC, which believe it or not, the service I was using, which was Sling, doesn't have ABC right now. What do you watch on ABC? Basketball. Oh right, because they show basketball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. I was watching a game on ABC just the other day. Celtics Rockets. 
Yeah. What a yeah, pile yeah. of trash. <laughs> it, was, it just gets me really angry that like when there's a game on ABC, I'm like, what? It's on ABC. How do you not have ABC? So I, finally I was like, all right, I'll switch. But uh, I don't know if anyone, I don't know if any NBA TV is on any like uh, blah, blah, blah package. NBA TV watch without cable. Is, is this going to be compelling? Oh, you can just watch NBA TV. Oh, it's part of uh, DirecTV now. And PlayStation live thing. Do you so. have either of those? No, 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 no. I'm just saying it is apparently on some of them. Oh, this claims it's on Sling. So <laughs> that'll be really Are you kidding me? That'll be really great. It's not on Hulu, but it's on Sling. So you know, there was a moment in time where I think we all thought that the future was gonna be awesome. Yeah, and it's just not it's just really not. <laughs> like It's crazy, man. Like Things. Every network is having its own like subscription, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 streaming it's, service. It's insane. It's like CBS and uh, yeah, they're all they're all like they're all trying to get us to pay. And there's like shows on a lot of them that I would watch, but it's like I'm not going to subscribe to like 13 different video streaming things for right. you know 170 dollars a month. Yeah, yeah, no, it's just you. It's way more than you were paying with the. It turns out that the cable bundle was at its own problems, but it was in some ways better. Yeah, <sighs> it's just one. Of I never things. have ever really paid for cable in my life, so I don't really Did, know. Really? Yeah. Never. No, I mean I had it when I was growing up, and then I when did I went not to college, have it when I was up. you didn't have cable. Nope. Poor Arik. Yeah. Well, we had my house when I was growing up, and then. Um, the only time when I was like living in an apartment that uh, cable was still like a thing that you did, uh, one of my one of my roommates like par- I was like in my like early twenties, and one of my roommates' parents like paid for us to have cable for a year, <laughs> which was great. And then yeah. they didn't, and then I didn't have cable. I uh, yeah no I uh, I used to pay for Directv for a long time. Wow. Yeah. And I had a TiVo. It's a different era. I didn't have TV at all for all of college, mm-hmm. uh, because uh, it didn't. You really couldn't get reception where I was going Is to college. Is that why you're so much more cultured and better than everybody? I couldn't have hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Did but you I, get the uh, thing I just sent you? By the way, yeah, yeah, I got. It. Thank you, thank you. Very you're much. welcome. It's uh, it it um. It was it was just a circumstantial. I couldn't. You, there was no way for me to have TV in college, um, and so I didn't. And then uh, after college, uh, I eventually, like I said, I had Directv and then uh, cable. But I quit having cable kind of a lot of years ago now, mm-hmm. and I was just using you know uh, the things you use. But uh, but there's it's just the rights are so complicated where it's like okay, I, you and I both have um, NBA League Pass. Yeah. But that doesn't help me quite a lot of the time um, watching the games I want to watch. So it's like, okay, great. Then I got to have a cable package so I can have ESPN and TNT mm-hmm. and, AB- and ABC and then NBA TV. Like, come on. Like, how many damn channels does this stuff need to be on? The the one thing um, you can say is that uh, and CSNBA. at least – at least the NBA League Pass will will archive the games, and you can watch even the national broadcast stuff. You can watch three hours after air, and then the, the locally blacked out games don't matter because it's just the Warriors. So who cares? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Is that true? Three hours after? Yeah, it basically means the next day when you're talking about a, a West Coast nighttime game. But still, yeah, okay, yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I usually watch. I used to watch the games after work. Was something to look forward to. Now I just check the score and usually get depressed and say, "Well, I guess I'm not going to watch this one later." So if the if the Celtics win, do you then watch it? Uh, not really. Um, again, like right now, I'm I'm at like I'm at a pretty low point. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I'm not judging you. I get it. If they win, I'll watch like the highlights and I'll look at the. I mean, I'll 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 watch highlights and look at the box score no matter what. Sure. And if I am around, if I'm not working, I will still watch every game. But uh, the whole like stay in like media, uh, you know, keep myself uh, uh, bliss blissfully ignorant of the results and go home and watch the game as, without knowing what happens. Which, uh, that that is not occurring these days you know i mean i could sit here and be like well at least you have a team but 
uh, I get it. I do, actually. Yeah, again, and I, and I, you know, I, I certainly don't want you to feel sorry for me. I'm just expressing my own frustration. No, I, totally. I, yeah. yeah, I know. I get it. My my city is blessed, and uh, I I I don't really have a lot to complain about. But guess what? <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna stop you. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I'll, I'm gonna let you get to this uh, this game. That of sounds basketball. good. We're, we, I feel like we're good. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, we might not good. even release this episode, to be we're, honest. We might not. It's pretty, pretty negative. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, anyway, it's been a pleasure, my friend. Thanks for listening. Yeah, for those of you still listening. <laughs> Bye.